Hello, friends. Welcome to fall, my favorite time of year. Man, if it weren't for fall, and thank God for fall in southern Indiana, because if it weren't for fall in southern Indiana, fuck, <laughs> I'd be more depressed than I already am. I think you're looking forward to the fall festival. No, nah, I don't really care about fall festival. I mean, it's fine, but although it is the second largest outdoor festival in the world, second to... Well, I'm going to say Mardi Gras. There you go. Nailed it. But see, I flew in here from Louisiana, from New Orleans, and they said, oh, you got to come to this fall festival. It's the biggest thing, whatever, you know. <laughs> you were, And you'd been to Mardi Gras, I, right? Yeah, I just left. <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, a few months prior. It's close. I know. And it's not like, as many tits, but. I, I said, you know, what, what bands are playing? And this was when I drank, you know, and I said, w- where do you get beer around here? And all, oh, no, you, you, you don't do that. It's like, well, what, what are we doing? Well, you eat. Look at all this stuff you can eat. So why do I want to eat this stuff? Where's the seafood? You Here's know? what you do. This is a pro tip, okay? Okay. You bring a pint of Jim Beam. Okay. No, no, I apologize. Jack Daniels, not Jim Beam. That was wrong. Jack Daniels, that's important. And then you buy one of those little things of apple cider. That's what they told me. That's what you fucking do. That's what you do, Greg. I couldn't do it. It's your only choice. And then you pour half of that out, you fill it up, then you've got Apple Jack. That's what I heard the, the the first week I was here. But I'll tell you this, so that I'm not... Is somebody calling you? Like, (laughs) do you know how to work your phone? It's Mary, isn't it? No. It's Mary. No, it's my mom. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's even crazier. Okay, that is kind of crazy. She calls every day at 8.30. She's a little late today. Oh, well, yeah, a little late. Well, we're running a little late, perhaps. That was my bad. But anyway, here we are. Go finish your... Okay, yeah. So so that it doesn't come across as me dissing Fall Festival. That did have some of the best times with my daughter while we were homeschooling her and I was working at a nonprofit. So every morning we were out there, you know, before sunrise, setting things up and just enjoying all that. Which is just like Mardi Gras, right? That's what you that essentially did at Mardi Gras. Good. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I didn't do any work, but yeah, you're up at that time and doing yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. So doing crazy, different kind of crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff. Anyway... This is Jeff Stuckey riding shotgun. Greg Allen's behind the wheel. So what kind of dating advice did you get growing up? Oh, yeah. The advice I got growing up was something along the lines of be kind, you know, be respectful, um, things Jesus like that. Christ, that's useless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you what. That's it? Like, that was it. Be kind and what? respectful see but i grew up at a different time than you you know i mean that was a thing (laughs) you're gonna like treat somebody here's the here's the phrase treat somebody like if you're not gonna marry them they're gonna marry somebody and you would want whatever you did or however you treated them to be something you could discuss their future husband with discuss it with their future husband wow that's that's too so when you said to your dad okay but how do i get laid what, yeah. did, what did he say? Well, I don't remember that conversation. <laughs> oh. So did he like, like, here's how you ask out a girl, or here's when you make contact with a girl, like, this is what you should talk to her about? Like, what, how do you court? Did you get any dating I, instructions? Yeah, from that. Other sure. than be kind and respectful. Did I you find that useful at? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but. But here's the thing. You did you found that useful? <laughs> okay, I apologize. Please, I'm okay. okay. All right, all right. Uh, 
they knew it was a lost cause when I was young, when I, even when I was in high school. They're like, this kid's an introvert. He doesn't want to be with people, no matter what the attraction is. Yeah, but you got fucking hormones raging so through you, I'm right? I'm just telling you, it didn't overpower my desire to not be around people. <laughs> wow. But but that all changed huh? and when I went to college. Okay. Yeah, so things were different then. And uh, so, yeah, I just kind of messed it all up, Jeff. Um well, it sounds like this is where the story gets interesting. It, it would if I continued that direction. <laughs> I, our listeners want to know you better, Greg. Tell yeah. us, it, tell us what you learned about dating in let's college. Just say it was a typical college experience, like you might see on Animal House or something like that. But, but that wasn't the most useful part. Okay. Yeah. The most. Please tell us what was the most useful part. Okay. Dispense with dating altogether. Yes. Let me. Let me let me dispense with dating altogether. Yeah. Get it off the what table. What are you, this fucking prearranged marriage? What? <laughs> what are you talking about, dispense with dating altogether? Yeah. So, what do you do with your dick then? So the idea is that, sure, you get to be friends with people, guys, girls, whatever. You know, you're friends. You, you hang out. You do stuff together. But if you're serious about uh, a young lady, then you have that discussion. You know, like, hey, do you, Hi, I'd like to use my dick. Would you be interested in me using my dick with you? That, uh, here, here's the words I use. So oh, I'm, I'm okay. not saying yours are not You're going to clean it, clean it up. Okay, you, here we go. And here's how, actually, this is the conversation I had with my wife. Here's how it went. I said, uh, and we'd, we'd seen each other two or three times at church, and um, and then we had pizza together one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the evangelical true love waits yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. And so uh, I said, would you like to enter into a courtship? <laughs> and she said, well, tell me more. I'm sorry, Greg. I know. You said what? I said, would you like to enter into a enter courtship? Enter into a courtship. And she said, well, what, tell me more. What is that kind of thing? You know, I mean, her look on her face told me that. And I said, well, <laughs> it's uh, intentional, it's exclusive, and it's terminal. It either works or it doesn't. And she said, Okay, so you asked me on a date? I said, oh, no, no. <laughs> We're going to evaluate. I mean, yes, but I'm using very different words. I know. It's going to look a lot like a date, but it's going to have a purpose. And, and Jeff, that was like our experience through what people would call dating, which was courtship, was so um, relaxing for her and, and refreshing and I want to say the whole thing was easy because there was no... Because guess. you were not just trying to get in her pants? Right. Okay. It was just, a, it was an easy time to, to hang out. There was an intentional part back there, which I think weighed on me more than her, you know, because either she wasn't thinking about it or she was, uh, oh, I like this guy, you know, <laughs> but I don't know which one of those it was. But anyway, uh, so there was no guesswork there, you know, and then there was no playing around to the extent where it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go out with somebody else this weekend. And then that just throws the whole, what kind of flow are we on here? And it's, it's my opinion that, that people prefer that. People prefer what? To the, the, the knowing of what is this relationship about? Mm. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't work if you want to just be the, um, what's the word for the guy that's just Having sex with everybody, you know, I don't know, Don Quixote might have been kind of yeah, I think That's fine. I think that's somewhat of a dated term. Yeah. If you want to, I think the kids say playa. Play. You want to be a player. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I said that right or not. Yeah, that no, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh so yeah, it, it doesn't work if you want to try that. So Huh. So I, that was like 
So how much information had you gathered to assess I want to. I want to engage in a terminal relationship, which I'm assuming that means we're going to get married or we're not going to get married. Exactly, and you're going to make that choice in I'll say six months, but it don't have to. It doesn't have to pin down to a date, but it, it can't go. <laughs> Dude, it can't go two years. Let's say that. Like you're, that's just all fucking in. Like here, look. Here's what I'm. We're either going to get married or we're not. Okay, so you need to get your shit together. Wow, yes. that's a, okay. Yeah. So casual dating was not. No, no, that was toying with people's emotions. That's just not right. Yeah, I got zero instruction on dating, like nothing. I did get told that masturbating would give me acne. Um, I think that's actually puberty that gives you acne, and then puberty also causes you to want to masturbate. But my dad's too old to understand the difference there. Um I got I got told a lot of things that were I had to deal with in therapy, but I didn't get any instruction on how to approach a woman that I was interested in, how to I mean be kind, be respectful, I guess would be a little bit useful generally, right? Mm-hmm. But okay, but now I got to go fucking talk to her. What am I supposed to say? And this, this was put on full display (laughs) my freshman year in high school. Okay. So it's my freshman year in high school and I'm not going to lie to you, Greg. I was kind of a big deal. Oh yeah. I mean, I peaked my freshman year in high school. It's lingered. It's downward since, but, but, but I was, I have, dude, and there was this girl, now woman, I don't want to get into any Mm. trouble with the political correct police, but at the time, I believe it's safe to call her a girl, and she was my, like, untouchable, you know, like, wow, I wish I were the guy that could go out with her, Mm. right? So then a buddy of mine comes up to me and he says, and I won't share her name because she's, my stock's not as high as it used to be, (laughs) (laughs) but she likes you. Now, okay, I have 15 seconds of utter euphoria, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But now I've, I'm not window shopping anymore, right? right? I'm right. in the store and I'm fucking, yeah. I have to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. And she, he says she'd like to meet you before school tomorrow in the main hallway, right? Dude, he didn't sleep <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to like not go to school. Like, so now I get to school and I see her, right? Mm-hmm. I got nothing, man. <laughs> I am like, like, you know what they say, rising to the level of your own incompetence. Like, yeah. I am fully confronted with my complete and utter incompetence with having any kind of a conversation with a woman. Yeah. So I am just like paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And so minutes become hours, right? The silence <laughs> is deafening. So yeah. at some point, I have to 
open my mouth, which was a catastrophic mistake. (laughs) Because I opened my mouth, Greg, and I said something like, and remember, this has been deeply suppressed for many, many years. Wow, you are so pretty. That's, That's what I said, Greg. That's great. And you had all night to think about it. All <laughs> fucking night. Now, to my defense, this is pre-internet, right? Yeah. Like I didn't I couldn't like Google yeah. what the fuck am I supposed to say to this woman that like I had no resources. My dad's not a resource, right? Because right, he's right. gonna tell me not to masturbate. And I'm like, we've already <laughs> had that talk. That's not fucking useful. <laughs> I'm not going to walk up to her and masturbate, dude. I have to talk to her. Could you please give me something useful? But I didn't even go to that well. Now, I didn't think about asking my mom. Now, talking to her, I think, would have been useful. But the fucking, Mm. that ship has sailed, right? Wow, you're pretty. (laughs) And then I said something like, and I'm going to have to quasi make this up because it, it was... It was essentially gibberish, but it's like, I didn't say these exact words. I feel the shame of that moment. I'm Mm -hmm. a fucking freshman in high school right now. And I said something like, look, I know you're out of my league, but like, if we can just be friends or like, Uh -uh. you know, fuck. Yes, Greg, I said that. Oh man. He just passed it off right there. Uh, You think? Yeah. Where's the next guy up? And then the universe did something so useful and graceful. All right. The bell rang. The bell fucking <laughs> rang. Oh, my God. And by first period, I was taught the talk of the school. Did you hear what Jeff said to the, I can use a first yeah. name, Christy. Do you hear what Jeff said to Christy? Like, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with him? Like, yeah. just, I mean, it just was like. Your peak was I over. don't know how to talk to women and they fucking terrify me. <laughs> wow. And then you think about the sheer terror of approaching a woman that you're attracted to. And now you think about Tinder and dating apps and all of that kind of stuff, which I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, 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 and I, a lot of people that I work with, um, a significant population that I work with is younger men, late teens, early twenties, just kind of entering into adulthood and reeling, realizing that adulting fucking <laughs> sucks, man. Yeah. There ain't no more <laughs> spring break. Um, no clue, no clue how to talk to a woman. Like, and and now. Right. And, and this, this would be one of the things that I would say is a detriment of pornography is the accessibility of pornography is if I have a choice, right. Go talk to this incredibly intimidating woman that has the ability to reduce my soul to nothingness Mm -hmm. or watch porn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then the stimulation, but that, but it's like, it, it's interesting to me how much young men, and not just young men, but but men who are divorced going back into dating, 
how fucking terrible they are at it. Yeah. And I, I, I was no more equipped. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not throwing shade. Is that still popular? Is that saying still? I haven't heard in a while, but it seems good for us because we're older. A little bit outdated. <laughs> but I'm not throwing shade at anybody because I don't know that I was any more equipped, but it was, but it has been interesting, you know, being in the chair for 20 years and just kind of starting to see how people are, how ill-equipped mm-hmm. people are, particularly men. Uh, and, and I'm saying, I'm not, I'm saying particularly men because that's obviously where I spend my time. So I don't know. It, yeah. it may apply just as equally to women. So I'm not, I'm not excluding anybody, but it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And over time, I guess I have, I've, I've been shocked. It's one of those surprise, not surprise at how much work I do with guys on dating and the utility of it to them, but how fucking terrified they are of it. Well, there's, Two things that I'll say worked for me that I, one of them that I think is definitely useful. The other one I just stumbled upon. So a similar experience to your, you choking yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. with Christy. Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah. The, the Christy choke. Damn it. <laughs> so I changed the whole course of my life. So, uh, as, as I mentioned in high school, I didn't want to talk to anyone, not in a rude way. It's just like, I'm not interested, you know? Uh, but I carried that into college uh, but it turned out to be more attractive there. I mean, I didn't do it on purpose, you know, but mm. like, I'm not interested. I'm not pursuing you. The mysterious one. Yeah. And then, so girls would pursue me and I'm not saying cause there's anything special, but because you're I wasn't, a, you're a, you're a beautiful man, Greg. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have to hide that fact here. We can be honest. Okay. Well, thank you. Imagine 40 something years ago was probably uh, no. stunning. I bet you were <laughs> breathtaking. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's like I wasn't in pursuit of anything. So people were, they were, girls would ask me questions, you know, and like, well, what's different about you? Why aren't you chasing me? Don't you see I'm the prettiest girl in the room? And it's like, yeah, and I want to talk to you about as much as the next one, you know. <laughs> that wasn't rude, but it's wow. just. So it, you kind of like fell into that strategy. Yeah, yeah. but, but, and it kind of led into what something I, I learned later, which was the, the best strategy, is just asking questions, which, you know, that's what you do for a living right. <laughs> uh, because I don't think the other person is interested in hearing about your stories as they are about telling their stories, you know, the, the old whole idea of, of uh, knowing and being known. So entering into that, you know, like tell me more about your life or, and, and not even specific questions, you know, like what kind of dog do you have? Not that, but like, do you like pets or something, you know, um, which, which, seems to work but that's that's why i quit dating you know just took that off the table because it was just too easy for you it was just like easy pickings like the hot ones were coming up to you and just saying what do i have to do to get with you you're a legend man it's (laughs) fucking legendary it was it was worse than that it was legend greg allen it was that uh is that it was toying with their and not toying but manipulating their emotions not on, not on purpose on my part but i can remember times asking people about their life and stuff and and one gal showed me her scrapbook when she was in a scrapbook sorority. i thought you that was so disappointing Wait. <laughs> one girl showed me her 
scrapbook. <laughs> like I was like, oh, this is about to get interesting. Oh, that was anyway, for you. That yeah, was I appreciate that. Okay, she yeah. showed you her scrapbook. Is that like a euphemism for something, or she literally showed I'm you? I'm not going to answer that question. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Okay. <laughs> but let's say I, I knew more about her know. afterwards. There we go. Uh, and, and no one had ever done that, you know? I mean, she mentioned that, you know, and most people just want to talk about themselves. Now, the problem with that is, is now we've got this strong connection that I didn't mean for it to happen. And it doesn't matter if you say up front, look, I'm not interested in dating or whatever. I'm just hanging out. Those words mean nothing. You know, it's, it's all the actions and stuff that, that follow. So, so yeah, I thought, well, I can't do that. You know, I just have to back out and, and actually. Why, why is that your responsibility? You're gorgeous and mysterious and they want to be with you. How are you culpable in their wanting to be with you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how we that's how we fit in this world. We have to have some take some responsibility for how we interact with others. Well, you weren't you weren't like yeah. There was nothing nefarious on your part. Like, ha ha ha! I'm going to have sex with you and leave you. You see, in shame or I guess. But I, there, no, there's a big gray zone there because you had the dating advice from your dad that was somewhat useful. Be kind and respectful. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that was your underlying principle in dating was I want to be kind and respectful. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you just you got to take responsibility for what your actions do to another person. Well, you weren't like you didn't slip them a Mickey. <laughs> well, You're that, just being you. You're just like the hot mysterious guy. Well, you need to lay off of that. Eric's going to cut all that out. <laughs> no, he's not because that's important. <laughs> So, You're not making them do anything. No, but I know what I would know what's happening. And once I figure that out, it's like, oh, this can't happen. I can't let this happen. What? Cause someone's emotions to ramp up for no reason and to have false hope for something. That just didn't seem wow. right. Wow. I'm a shitty human being. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that, that my But what about is her common. personal responsibility? Because you're not like luring her I into anything. Don't think I didn't have that argument with myself for years. Well, I think there's some validity to that yeah that uh, yes i dealt with that for a while saying well that's not on me that's on you and again i'm and not saying that you negative. use that to like fuck her and leave her i'm not advocating i'm just saying she's responsible for her emotions right no i don't, well, I don't. I, yes but if it makes it got to the point where it's making me feel bad you know for the fact that someone else would feel bad. And it's like, well, maybe I don't. Because know. I'm not interested in pursuing a relationship with you. Right. But somehow they picked that up from my kindness, you know, and interest in them. And it's like, okay, well, I got it. Fucking I hotness mean, and mysteriousness. I essentially went around. earning work. potential. I mean, they knew that motherfucker's going to work for NASA. <laughs> got me oh, a hot man. sugar daddy. One time when I was working on the rocket motor program, I made a copy. This was before the internet stuff you know and i made a copy of my tax form on the copy machine <laughs> yeah and i left it on there accidentally Ooh. just the front page and uh and the secretary brought it back to me it's like so you left this on the copy she just put it down face down like i didn't look at it right of course yeah yeah that evening I had four uh four girls from the secretarial pool say hey what are you doing tonight where we go, it's bro? Like, why you haven't spoken to me since I've been here? <laughs> well, I didn't know how much you made, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're pulling so, down bank. That's <laughs> interesting because when I work with guys, but like my definition of dating is a social experiment between two consenting adults. 
that definition of experiment is combining two or more things that have never been combined and seeing what happens. Sometimes it makes something delicious and sometimes it blows the fuck up. Okay. But how do you know, right? I like that. You don't know until you combine them. And consenting adult is I'm not making myself any more vulnerable than she's making and vice versa. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might be a sociopath. She may be a sociopath. Right. You know, that just, yeah. So neither one of us are any more vulnerable when we go out on a date. Okay. And I think that's important, But and, and we can revisit that. But when I work with people, I always encourage them to go, one, ditch fucking dating apps. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> And I'm not, I lose that argument. Okay. That they're going to like, they're here, whatever, but I'm still going to say ditch fucking dating apps. Mm-hmm. And are they dating or are they well, sexual Well, that's partner? the thing, man. That's where I'm, that's where, I mean, obviously like the hookup, I think Tinder's evolved. I don't think it's, there. there's, there's different levels. I think like on one end there's the hookup app and then there are some that are okay. intended more. I don't fucking know. I'm not fluent in this stuff. But the part of it where I encourage guys to ditch it is you got to learn to talk to a woman. And to your point, you have to be interested in her beyond the feelings that she evokes inside of you, Mm -hmm. right? Obviously you're attracted to her and you can't approach her from the momentum of you will, if you will, of that, that dopamine surge. Like, Oh my God, you turned me on. And (laughs) it's like, no, chill your fucking slow down. Like, you know, nothing about her except that she's attractive to you. And it may be physical. It may be more than that. You may be your mommy issues, those kinds of, whatever it is, but you're just attracted to her. But you got to chill the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And because if you don't, then you're going to enter into that relationship purely driven by those emotions. Oh, my God. Oh, my. You're not even thinking about, is this person compatible is this person someone that i would want to spend time with is this person someone that would make my life better it's just seeking their approval and so that's why i make the recommendation of 10 first dates like don't just go on 10 first dates and because you're learning more about yourself Mm -hmm. now again or I get some kind of fucking comments. <laughs> My definition of dating is a social experiment between two consenting adults, mm-hmm. right? I'm just going on a date. Yeah. I don't know why you're coming to this date. Yeah. You may be coming to this date trying to fucking kidnap me. I don't know. We're both coming into this situation with equal level levels of vulnerability. But you've got to get used to that emotional surge, right? That evolution designed that when you see somebody attractive, evolution says, go get with her. And so, boom, here comes this massive dose of dopamine that gives me this sense of euphoria to where I start talking soulmate shit. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I met the woman of my dreams today. Nope. (laughs) 
you didn't. Maybe you did. <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. didn't. Yeah. And you just need to like chill out. So if I if you go on ten first dates, one you get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. And being assertive, and I make them do something that I get a lot of fucking flack for, and I don't care. <laughs> and I don't tell them to feign it. But if you go on a date and you know that you're not interested in this person, in the date, uh-uh. don't waste their time. Yeah, Be respectful enough. And this would go back to what you were talking about in terms of leading them on. Like, hey, I appreciate you taking the time. I don't want to waste your time. I know this isn't something that I want to pursue. And so I'm going to go ahead and call it a day. Whatever. Be kind, be respectful, useful. Thank you, Mr. Allen. <laughs> but that level of assertiveness, because what I find guys doing, and I'm when I say this, I'm not talking about players. I'm not trying to I'm not talking about guys that are just trying to get laid. If you're that guy, go listen to a different podcast. The guy that I mean is trying to get laid, but that's not his primary <laughs> objective. Right? Yeah. He really does want to establish rapport. But when we are attracted to something to someone and there's I mean the psychoanalytic movement and there's one particular um, practitioner named Harvell Hendricks and he talks about his theory is Imago relationships and he says and I'm this I'm just quoting what he says representing what he says he says that when you're attracted to somebody that they meet an unfulfilled need in you. And that can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. And so when I'm attracted to this person and I start to pursue them, it's mostly on that subconscious level to meet the unmet need that I had from somewhere back in my past. Yeah. So this person is actually an archetype of probably a parent, you know, probably something that I didn't receive from my parent that I, but it could be, I mean, it, it could be somebody else, but it's, but that's a strong, strong driver mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in attractions to relationships. And that's why people often repeat the same patterns. And, and what's worse with that is sometimes you're just looking for one key element that was missing in the last person. Right. And th that's so shallow but it's a driver well and that's exa it and it's a primary driver and then you miss the person and that can be destructive in in a couple of different ways one is i i'm blinded by who this person really is mm -hmm. right like oh fuck man we're toxic together but i can't <laughs> see that yeah. or which becomes just as terminal is it becomes about that unmet need mm -hmm. that you're meeting, so I never see you for who you are. Oh, right, right, yes. And so now I'm not a participant in the relationship with you. I'm just trying to get your approval. I'm just trying to get you to think well of me. And and essentially I get back on that parent-child dynamic where I'm like, was I a good boy, mommy? Was I a good boy, mommy? And it's driven by that unmet need, which is something that yeah. I have to deal with personally. Mm -hmm. And so that's the 10 first dates, one date. Just 
if you know, again, I'm, don't be cruel to somebody, but if you're on a date and, and especially if they show up and it's like, what do they call it? Catfishing. Like when you totally <laughs> misrepresent yourself, oh, right, and it's right. like you get to be put off by that. If somebody <laughs> shows up and they've like, you're like, uh, <laughs> not who you represented yourself. It, 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 it that's on them. That ain't yeah. on you. You don't yeah. have to endure some date. Now, again, don't be cruel, but it's like, you know, I don't think I want to pursue this. And that level of assertiveness, again, talking to non-shitty guys, mm -hmm. terrifies most guys. Oh, yeah. Fucking terrifies yeah. them. <laughs> it just... And learn how to talk to women. Mm -hmm. Like, read your... We, we do this thing with my younger guys, right? And I'll have them go to a bar or whatever. I don't care, but that's where college kids hang out. Right. So you go to a bar and depending on, I, I get a group of them, right. Cause they can't do it. They couldn't do this by themselves. Right. <laughs> okay. Cause yeah. they, and it's like no liquid courage, right. You can order a drink, but that's it. You sip on that drink and then they take turns picking which guy has to go talk to what, girl oh, oh, that's cool and then you've got to formulate like okay i'm gonna go talk to her mm -hmm. and you've come up with some kind of you know some kind of stupid fucking pickup line hopefully you don't do that but it just you just kind of read the context and like and the courage of going up to her and just being interested initiating a conversation mm -hmm. and being facing rejection. Mm -hmm. You know, that contemptuous, like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Look, yeah, 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 yeah. that let's be honest. Most women are going to give you at a bar because <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, I won't get into that yeah. today, but we can discuss that at another point. And it's more that's in dating. That's the aspect. I did this thing with my son and he's, no doubt going to have to go into therapy because <laughs> uh, I having a dad as a therapist. Fuck yeah, man. Right. So this was a concern for me. Right. I'm like, dude, we got to set some boundaries on porn. Like you can't, that thing's a powerful device. Let's talk about destructiveness of porn. You, I'm, I'm not going to dictate your life. Let's, but I, but I also want you you got to be able to talk to girls. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I, I did this role play where he had to ask me out. Yeah. And I mean, he was so pissed at me. Like, like I'd take him to school in the morning and I'd be like, you want to ask me out today? <laughs> and he literally like, he, he was looking out the window, oh, yeah. but that's not what he was doing. Yeah. Like he was just like, and so I was like, all right, bro, you got to ask me out. And I can't remember if it was, I was going to take his phone or the car. Couldn't remember. <laughs> the car seems a little aggressive, but maybe it was. But anyway, and he was like, fucking fine, I'll ask you out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but it's got to be good, man. You got to like, you got to entice me. You can't be like, hi, can I touch your boobs? Like, come on, man. Yeah. I need, yeah. I, I need to think that you are anyway, but we got through it and, um, but I, but it was that sense of entering into that awkwardness, right? Cause asking your dad out, right. 
is as awkward as asking someone I'm attracted to mm-hmm. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Different emotion, but equally intense, yeah, right? Yeah. So if you can, if you can authentically push through the awkwardness of so, drive to school very often, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty creative. He got kudos. I mean, it was like that was that was solid. Yeah, yeah. It's that emotional aspect, and that, I guess that's why I'm a curmudgeon about dating apps. And uh, what's funny is people <laughs> always say, "Well, where am I supposed to meet people?" I have great news for you. <laughs> Seven billion of us on the planet. <laughs> That's right. There is no shortage. Yeah, and they're not online right. all the time. So Have some courage. Like if you see somebody, don't be creepy. Mm-hmm. Have an interesting conversation. Put yourself out there. And that's the first imperative part of the dating response relationship it's really more my relationship with me mm-hmm. than my relationship with another person yeah, yeah and 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 i have found it to be incredibly useful some of the some of the exercises that i have described in okay i know that i'm coming into this dating experience with unmet needs mm-hmm. and those unmet needs seeking this other person's approval for the sake of their approval can't be the primary driver it can be a part of it yeah but not the primary yeah so okay so that's like the the dopamine rush when that was the impotence right pull that off so pull off any unmet need and say i'm just going in here to learn about you right yeah i don't need you to meet my need and that's why I encourage people, and that's why, okay, so you go through 10 first dates. Now, if there's somebody interesting there, and 10 for, I mean, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It's not like a magic number. Yeah. It's just been pretty successful in the work that I've done. But it's like, okay, now you've had some experiences to compare. Which ones were you interested in and why? And now that you've gone to, you know, a second now if you want to ask somebody out on a second date and and so so that's what is that i don't know if i'll call that rule suggestion number one but suggestion number two is boundaries and what i you have because of this massive dopamine surge right because i had people come into my office all the time just starting to date, post-divorce dating, mm-hmm. and guess what? Just met their fucking soulmate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to believe. Right, yeah, right oh, away. my God. I'm so in love, and all of it's coming together now. But now I see, and it's like, what the fuck <laughs> ever. Okay. <laughs> but so the only what the only thing that i can do to ensure that i'm not being driven by emotion is set boundaries mm-hmm. and i'm pretty like on the first date i tell people 45 minutes max oh okay and coffee all right no distractions like go have coffee with the person you know i'm not you go don't fucking go to Disney world. Cause you're not going to know if you had fun at Disney world <laughs> yeah. or bonded with this person. Right. So we need to strip this thing back mm-hmm. so that, you know, your feelings, how hard you're having to work in conversation. And then at 45 minutes, no matter how well it's going end it. Okay. 
for two reasons. One, I've got to be able to control my own emotions, right? Like, God, I want to spend the rest of the day with her, but that's probably like, I'm probably going to say a whole bunch of shit that I shouldn't say. And we're going to talk about everything. And that's going to be probably not good because it's going to create this false sense of intimacy and connection. But then the other thing is on the other side, healthy people respect boundaries. Unhealthy people try to violate boundaries. You know, so if I'm on a date and I say, well, I really appreciate you taking time. I enjoyed the conversation. I just need to call it a day, right? Healthy people respect boundaries. Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time out too. That was really enjoyable. Would you like to do it again? I don't know. Let me give it some thought if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Right? Unhealthy people try to violate boundaries. What's the number one way that unhealthy people try to violate boundaries? Pity. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Why do you want to leave already? Are you <laughs> were you not having fun? Like I thought I thought the conversation was going so well. Like what did did and it's like run for your fucking life. <laughs> if you yeah. get that response, yeah. run as far and fast as you can. I don't care how hot she is. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> healthy people respect boundaries. Unhealthy people try to violate boundaries. And you always have to have those kind of boundaries in place. When you go out on a date, set a boundary. If I'm going to take, if I'm going to take somebody to dinner hour and a half, that's plenty. Mm-hmm. If I'm with her for eight hours, I'm probably going to tell her every fucking thing there is to know about myself and vice versa. And that's too much too soon. And that's where I find on dating apps, people get into it and then they're like bearing their souls through like direct messaging kind of shit. And it's like, that was a lot of information. Like you (laughs) told her that and you haven't even like met her. Like, what are you doing? And I guess that if I could bitch a lot about why you should ditch dating apps, but that's the number one sin that I see is people will get way too personal. And it's like, you've never been in the same room with this person. Like, what are you doing? doing Uh, there's got to be levels you know of of intimacy and openness right i mean and and there's i and this is my logic is there's two kinds of growth there's mechanical growth and there's organic growth mechanical growth is like building a building you can build a building as fast as you can build a building right it just if your skills allow you to build it really fast and it's structurally stable you can build it as fast as you want to build it Organic growth is the way that a flower grows Mm -hmm. and you can't make a flower grow by pulling on it. Right. You know, if I, if I, if I plant a flower, what's the number one thing that I do to nurture that flower? Yeah. Nothing. Number one thing is nothing. (laughs) Stay away. Let let it grow. And that's relationships are organic. They grow and we have to give them time. You know, if you water a plant too much, it drowns. If you put too much fertilizer, you burn it up. And it's like, that's what I see happen in so many relationships. And the intensity is so very high. And then the disappointment of it is so devastating. And then it's internalized of how much of a failure I am. And so so I would say... 
in dating, my number one ball scratch, the ball scratcher of the week, right, (laughs) is those boundaries. When you ask a woman out, put boundaries around it. Don't create this huge extravagant date. Not that that's not cool, but the problem with that is you don't know if it was just an awesome date or if you had a good time with that person. Mm -hmm. And that's what tends to happen is people go to extremes when they're all doped up and infatuated, right? And then it's like, well, we're doing shit that we would in, could enjoy with anybody. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I didn't tell you anything. It's just an awesome person. experience. It's like I could have, I could have done that with a total stranger and had just as much fun. Yeah. And so, at some point in time, that has to be differentiated in the dating process. Are we doing fun things together, or are we really c- compatible and connecting? And can I add to your ball scratcher, as much as I hate that term, <laughs> that uh, also take some ownership of the other person's feelings. I know you don't like that at all, and maybe it needs to be corrected for your Yeah, I may shut this down. We'll see. No, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, so the respectfulness, you know, the kindness, but just the idea that you're not the only one involved here. And and if, it just seems like it, it would even work better, you know, if you're, like, concerned about the other person. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to argue about that more because I do think I, I'm advocating for personal personal responsibility for both people mm-hmm. because I think it's really, really unhealthy to think that. And again, I'm not talking about shitty people that right. are actually trying to take advantage of other people. Right. Fuck those people. Like, they're <laughs> shitty people. That's not what I'm talking about because yeah. I would tell you this is what I see. Good guys. Mm-hmm. respectable guys go too far with that. Mm-hmm. And they're overly concerned about not disappointing them or oh, not yeah. those kinds of things. And maybe we're mostly saying the same thing, right? but I do think that as individuals, we are responsible mm-hmm. and I chose to go on this date. You chose yeah. to go on this date. No one made you do it. I'm coming knowing that I'm going to be kind and respectful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're coming with that. Right. I don't know what you're... And to, to the other person, you don't either. Mm-hmm. So you can't be arbitrarily obligated to some experience like, well, I don't want them to feel bad. So I guess, <laughs> what, you know what I'm... Yeah, but but you, but you to some extent, you mentioned earlier that you do because if you see this is not going to go anywhere... Then, yeah, hit yeah. the eject button. Yeah. Don't... don't I, I would agree with that. Yeah, that's good. 100%. And so I think I think we are saying the same thing on that. Um, but it's just for guys be you you got to understand yourself in the dating process first. You've got to understand that you're going into that with unmet needs and those unmet needs are going to be central drivers. And that's not a good thing, that's not a bad thing. It just is but if it's unattended it will destroy the relationship oh, yeah. yeah because you'll only be about getting that need met seeking her approval mommy was i a good boy or you won't ever see her for who she truly is and then the relationship will never be what a relationship is supposed to be
So, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, so give us your feedback on that. Let us know what you think. If we missed the mark on something, uh, if you have any additional questions or struggles with dating, uh, it's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just is terrifying. And I wish I could make it unterrifying and I wish I could make it totally safe. Uh, but I don't have those superpowers. <laughs> so final thoughts, Greg Allen. Yeah. So if you do have comments um, on Facebook uh, at Becoming Man Made Today, so and give us five stars, contact us however you want, website, becomingmanmade.com. Yeah. So that was good, Jeff. Good stuff. Hopefully it's useful and we will talk to you again soon. <laughs>